Hi, everyone. This is Alyssa calling in from Maine. And this is Rebel in California. And you are listening to Rockin' Radio. Well, good morning. Good morning. We got to time that rock and radio better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody needs to know that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you kind of go to sleep somewhere around here. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking. I, was, I said, "Is she awake yet?" I mean, yeah. It's like... No, I. It's so, as we're doing it, I'm doing like 50 other things, so multitasking. So All right, I'll focus. I'll focus. Okay, focus, focus. Okay. All right. So last 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 week we left off on, we were talking about abundance. We said we'd talk some more. Yep. And I think, um, let's, how about if we just start with how to make money in the raw food business first. Okay. And then we'll we'll talk about creating income and stuff. I did a huge, well, it turned out to be quite a huge thread on raw food talk about various ways of creating income. Did mm. that get deleted in the changeover, do you know? I don't think it did, no. Because I, I, I haven't found it since, but there was one on there because this, this has come up a lot. It's like, I, I don't know how to make money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So let's start with in the raw food business because there's a lot of people coming to your classes, getting certified, and then they go, even though the training was part of that, I think by the time they leave, they're in overwhelm. Right, and right. So, well, it, the training, you know, it's so intense, and they're on yeah. such a high when they leave that, yeah, you go back to your normal life and things start happening and you know you either forget or you just kind of go back to what you were doing exactly and so people kind of forget about what they're doing um, one of the things I suggest is go back to any notes you've taken yep definitely get started with that and there are so many ways to get into uh, a raw food business if, if I may I'd like to just run down I think I started talking about what I, I think did. we did talk about some of this but yeah Go ahead. Okay, what I what I did was originally I had I had signed up with a community college to do a raw food class. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're certified by Alyssa, you can't get the money, you know, you can't do the the one and two. You can't teach that at the at the community college unless you make some kind of arrangements where you're going to get enough money to do it, and you know, take care of um, your uh, financial obligations on that. Right. But uh, what I did originally was I would pack everything up, and I did three classes. One was pâtés and and dressings. Another one was main stuff. Another one was desserts. And I realized I hated doing that. Mm -hmm. I hated dragging all the stuff over, and one time I brought my food processor. It did not work. So what I decided to do was find another place where I could actually teach the classes, either at my home, which was good for me because I, my place is big enough, but for those who don't have a big enough place, find a restaurant or some place that will allow you to do it. They've already got all the health permits, and I mm. never never did the health permit thing. Right. <laughs> But they've already got all the health permits, they've got the kitchen, they've got the food processor, they've got all the equipment. Mm-hmm. Or find some other place where you can take your stuff and do it and actually do a certification class. Right. But what I did to create enough momentum to do that is I signed up with my local community college. And you can also do uh, Parks and Recs. Mm-hmm. And I did a two-hour question and answer session. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I went there thinking, oh, my God, what am I thinking? I'm mm. going to talk to these people about raw food for two hours? Um, <laughs> okay, so I went, it was actually, the first one was two hours and 20 minutes. Mm. Because we just got to talking, you know, like, like we're doing here. And yeah. we just get to form this, like, this little community of people. Yeah. who want to talk about their experience. You'll get some people who are really experienced, who've been doing it for a while, but they have questions, and you get some people who've never done it, kind of curious. Yeah. So you get this you know, this conversation going between everybody, and you get paid for it. How cool is that? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm having deja vu because I thought we had talked about this already, but maybe we haven't. Um, I thought so, too. <laughs> okay, our engineer okay. says you have, but I, I, I think it's something that needs to be repeated because... Uh... Well, yeah, because there's so many. It's You know, people, people I think, make it more difficult than it is. I think it's really... And there's such a need for this information, and um, there's so many different places. Like you were mentioning the community college. There's, you can go into health food stores. You can go into um, chiropractor's office or massage therapist, yoga places, there's so many places like that you can give talks, and I agree. I mean, I I really I used to stand up and and give talks and um, uh, just answer do a, like a question and answer for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. I do love giving people the food because sometimes when you talk, I think that people get really turned on to it, but then they don't understand. They might say, "Well, I, I still don't get it." Okay, the concept sounds great, but is it carrots and celery sticks? Yeah, but that's so, the, that's the next step. That's why you're doing this. This is an upsell. Right, to get people into your level one or two class. Exactly. Now you're going, yeah. to, you're going to bring samples. Right. Well, that's what I was just going to say. So it's fine if, because um, I agree, it's a huge, if you're going to make food, it's a lot more complicated. Yeah. But if you can bring samples like fudge balls or something easy that you can make, you know, crackers, stuff like that, then it's great because people get to taste the food as well. Exactly. So you bring yeah. some very simple things. You don't even bring the recipe, but you give them other things, but... One of the things you do bring are brochures for your classes. Yeah, definitely. And you tell people to bring their friends. Their friends are welcome. Yeah. And, and you, you know, Revel, I don't go anywhere without bringing my, uh, now it's just cards, but I used to bring brochures and all kinds of information. I never go anywhere without my books in my car because I inevitably run into people who ask me about raw food or I get into a conversation, whether I'm at the health food store or grocery store or just out, even walking the dog. I mean, the other day I was down at this park, and I was um, walking with the dog, and I started talking to people, and I don't even know how I started talking yeah, about Yeah, I'm sitting food. here going, I, you know, I can walk all over the place and never talk to a soul, and yeah. I get bit by dogs, and you're out talking to people and selling yourself. I mean, come on. Well, Dennis gets annoyed, because no matter where I go, I talk to people, and he's like, can you just go into a store without becoming someone's best friend? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, that's how people really, I mean, it's a great way to promote yourself for for not a lot of money, you know, for practically next to nothing. But in, in terms of where to do the classes, I, um, my one of my favorite places, I think we mentioned this before, it was at, like you said, you know, do, a, do it at someone's house. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone who's interested in raw food, and they can invite a bunch of friends and a bunch of people that you may not already know. And it's great because you're actually in a kitchen. It's cozy. I don't love doing things in, like, hotels and places like no, that. No, 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 So And dragging all your own stuff. Yeah. And yeah. if you go to stores and you do talks there, you can actually, if you want to do a quick demo, they will supply you the food. Definitely, yeah. That's a great way to do it. 
Yeah, yeah, because they know you're going to push their products after exactly. people are going to buy the products. Yeah, so, when people are done done eating, they're going to you know you, then then you give them the recipe because you're what you're doing is supporting the store that's supporting you. Right, right. And so it's, they'll go no. and buy whatever they ate. They'll say, oh, I got to go and get some kale, or I've got to go and get some raw cacao, or whatever right, it is. Right, right. Yeah. There's so many. I think people just need to remember that there's so there's such a need for this information. So it's not limited. You know, sometimes people think, especially after they take the classes, they think they have to do a very formal um, level one or a level two, you know, a formal introduction to get people. They have to hold a class. And you can do it so many different ways, like the, the ways we're mentioning. But just by uh, people need this information. I mean, just going into a health food store and doing a half an hour talk or, you know, something really quick and easy. People, there's... You know, this is really getting out there. I mean, the whole organic movement is huge right now, and there's tons of ways to make money from not only doing what we just mentioned, doing the level one and level two, which we teach here. You know, people we teach people how to be a level three teacher and how to teach the level one and two, but also by making food, preparing food for people. Some people love to make food, right. and you can do that. You can sell your food. You can go and be a personal chef for someone. Oh, you know what I got a call for? Somebody wanted me to cater their wedding. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. That's fun. If you oh, like yeah. catering, I mean, that's a big job, but that can be really fun. Well, most of the stuff you make, you can make ahead of time. Definitely, yeah. Uh, but the the thing would be to transport and get all the stuff and, you know, if, I mean, we're talking 150, 200 people. Yeah, yeah. You're talking a lot. a lot of people, but realize that this food is filling. Yeah. More so than what they usually eat. Yeah. And so I think you don't have to bring as much. I didn't get to do it. They, I guess they forgot who I was. <laughs> I oh. didn't follow through on it because I didn't want to have to buy all the stuff for a one-time gig, and it wasn't something I was looking to do. Yeah, that's the only thing with catering. You know, you have to have all the um, equipment and containers and whatever else you need. But there's just so many ways to make money off this. And, and I really... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the other thing is, too, is a raw food coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's what people love that because they want somebody to walk them through this step-by-step, where it's, whether it's over the phone or in the kitchen. I used to do my three-and-a-half-hour consults or three-hour consultations where I would go to people's homes. This was years ago. I would go to people's homes or they would come to mine, and I would do pretty much like what I do on the DVD I just make a bunch of food with them. I sit and I talk. I answer tons of questions and really walk them through it. And at the end, we sit down and we have a huge meal. Okay, now really... <laughs> y'all who are listening to this, you're going to have to call or email Alyssa. She's going to kill me. <laughs> call or email <laughs> oh, Alyssa no. so she can tell you how much to charge for this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I charge a lot. I can tell you that. I charge a lot of money, and people pay for it because... You know, it's funny, one of the teachers who's actually a friend of mine, she came to the class, she lives in New York City, and she went, she called me and we talked, she was asking me how to do a consultation, a three-hour consultation, I told her, I gave her advice on it, and I said, "Um, please do not undersell yourself, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of energy, and you're going shopping beforehand, you're picking up their groceries, I would have people reimburse me for the food, because what the great thing is about doing that, you sit down and eat with them, but then they have food left over for the week. So it's like their grocery bill for the week. Wow. So it's a really cool way to, uh, yeah, I loved doing those. I thought it was a really great way to get people started. 
but I would charge a lot of money, and she didn't. She charged less than half of what I was charging, and she came home and said, wow, that was a long day. I mean, I was completely wiped out. It's a lot of energy. You're giving people a ton of information, and it's really worth it. I mean, I would do one session with people, and they would pretty much be all set. I mean, they would have, you know, some questions after, or as they went along in the diet, they would, you know, need to get more information, but... That really gets people going, and it's worth it. People will pay a lot of money for that, and it benefits them, and it can benefit you if you charge enough. Great, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. This is Revel, and Alyssa and I are back with Rockin' Radio. Uh, just a little bit about what I'm doing this week, or next couple of weeks, actually, is <clears throat> I've aligned myself with a gentleman named Brett Treadwell of TreadwellTechnologies.com, and that's T-R-E-A-D-W-E-L-L. And the reason I did that is because he's, he's accessible, <laughs> for one thing. But we went to his training uh, over this past couple of weeks, and this is in 2007. We're, we're doing this show in um, May 2007. So I'm, this is going to be around for a while. So I want to um, not throw this out there. Or actually throw this out there. But next year, you know, you're going to go, oh, is that happening? But anyway, in San Diego, he's having an introduction to his uh, uh, Treadwork Technologies immersion and everything else. And this was... Probably the most uplifting, the most joyous, the most fun thing I have learned, and I go to a lot of seminars. So if you are anywhere in San Diego, um, please join us. Bo and I will both be there. Bo is my engineer husband and producer of this program. But the other thing is he'll also be in other places. I think he's doing, just go to treadwelltechnologies.com. Also, my book is still available, Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days, a self-empowering playbook. That is, uh, you go to revelations.com, and that's R-E, two V's, as in victory, E-L-L, A-T-I-O-N-S, revelations.com, and you can order my book, Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days. You can order it as, as an ebook or as a soft cover. And my other book is Smoothies and Smoothies for Life, and both of them are available on the site. Uh, we were just talking about abundance. Let's talk about some other ways to create income or the understanding of abundance. How's that? That sounds great. Okay. My favorite subject. <laughs> Money! <laughs> it is, because it's so, you know, I think it gets tied in a lot with people, other people, people's other stuff. And mm -hmm. um, money, to me, is just a resource. Well, explain and, that. 
Yeah, what what I mean by that is it's just a resource, as is when you have people that you know who a lot of people are good at connecting with people. And that would that's be you. How, how, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's kind of my thing. Um, and that's, you know, how they really um, get ahead. That's how they create things. And money's the same way. It's just a resource for you to use. And I think people get way too too tied into money. Um, and what I mean by that is, and I know this is going to be, this sentence is going to be sometimes hard for people to understand, but I really believe that it's harder, it, it's easier to succeed than it is to fail. And that pushes a lot of people's buttons. Because, because, of because most of them are, are in the uh, opposite mode. They're, right. They think it's easier to fail. Right. So how, how does one know about that? Well, to fail, Revel, you have to remember the lies. Because mm-hmm. everything in the universe is succeeding. I mean, the trees are growing towards the sun. The grass is growing. The ocean is flowing. The fish are you know, swimming in the right direction. I mean, everything in the universe, the sun is moving mm-hmm. at the proper speed. Everything in the universe is flowing mm-hmm. in, the right, in the right direction. It's succeeding. And to fail, you've got to remember the lies that you tell yourself. You've got to remember what you've done before to fail. And this is what we talked about, the stories you tell yourself. Exactly, and the experiences you have. And if you keep having experiences where you're failing, you need to create new experiences. Yeah, if you can, if, what, what is it? If you keep doing what you're doing, you're going mm-hmm. to keep getting what you're getting. What you get, yeah. And, and yeah, and it's, it's you know, you have, to cre- you have to start believing that, though. If you don't believe that it's easier to succeed than it is to fail, right there, that that's a big stumbling block for a lot of people. Right, and there's a saying, if you don't succeed, try, try again. Right. My, my feeling is, if you don't succeed, try something different. Exactly. Because obviously <laughs> what you're doing isn't working, so make a difference. Do something differently. Exactly. And It's like, duh. And, yeah, and, you know, some people will say, well, I learned from, um, I learned a lot from failure. Well, I think you can learn a lot more from success. Well, you can learn from failure, but you can. You know, the thing is to learn from it and not keep doing it. Right. Move on, like you said, to, and do something else. Yeah. And um, make it fun. You have to make it fun, or you're not going to want to do it again. And to also celebrate, you know, sometimes when when something happens, we process it out, we try to figure out. Remember we were talking about before on the last show, why did I create this? Some people will say to themselves, well, why did I create this? But you only tend to do that, or a lot of people tend to do that, when bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Why did I create this in my life? Why did I create this happening, this horrible thing? Well, you got to do it when, when you create something good. And that means starting with something small. So a really good, you know, we're talking about this, so we're not really giving people techniques. So one really good technique, I think, is anything, any small success. If you bought a great pair of jeans, and they fit you really well, that's a success. I mean, it doesn't have to be you can just create a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. you know? And then buy yourself another great pair of jeans. Exactly. And create <clears throat> the success. Really stop and say, okay, how did I create that? What were the steps to that? I, instead of going to my usual place and hoping the pair of jeans would just materialize, I went to this other shop where I've heard they have really good jeans. I mean, this sounds really, you know, sim- simplistic, but this is. is how you do it. You create, you figure out how you created the success, and you celebrate it. And you say, okay, I went to this other place. I 
figured out where to get these jeans, and I went. I drove an extra half an hour, but you know what? I said, I'm going to get my butt in the car, and I'm going to drive. Instead of being lazy and going to my usual place where I know I can't get the jeans that I love, I'm going to go... And it's funny talking about clothes because I hate clothes shopping. It's my worst nightmare. But <laughs> I don't know how this popped into my head. But um, <laughs> we, we talked about that yesterday morning, actually. Right. <laughs> but go, you know, figure out how you did it. Okay. Well, I had to drive the extra half an hour. I had to put extra gas in my car. I had to call someone and tell them I wasn't going to be doing something else at that time. That I was going to make this the priority. You process the successes as well as the failures. People, most people just process the failures. And then you know how to create it again. Most people, when a success happens, they think, oh, a miracle. Oh, a fluke. And yeah, that's why exactly. it doesn't happen again. They're not able to create it again. Right. And when things are going well in their lives, what they say is, well, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. I mean, that's, I think, all tied into your belief system. Exactly. They, they, they think bad things will last forever. What they perceive as a bad thing will last forever. And what they perceive as to be good will just last that long. Right. And you have to, that's, again, I think why you have to process the and celebrate the success. And Elaine in class calls it a step four, celebration. Mm -hmm. After you do the after you figure out what your compelling vision is, after you sit down or you stand up and get your butt out of the chair, sit your butt down in the chair and do the work, and then you, you follow through with the plan, then... You have to, then you, you do the step four, which is celebrate. Mm-hmm. Well, what Osho says is celebrate whatsoever. Celebrate what? Whatsoever. What do you mean? So, so that means whatever is going on in your life, celebrate it. Yeah. And people will say, well, I should celebrate my divorce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should celebrate a death in the family. I'm sorry to say, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Because and and it's 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 a tough one to say because I've had deaths in my family. My mother just died last year, and and um, but you never know what that's going to bring you mm-hmm. if you stay conscious and aware. And of course, you're going to go through the grieving process. Right. And I'm not that's... saying don't grieve. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying go dancing and stuff. You know, I'm, but mm-hmm. maybe the person who left is is doing better than when they were there, and maybe you should dance and celebrate that. How's that? Yeah, and it's about, you know, that's why I say process the the good and the bad. It's about, like you said, being conscious in every moment. So how do you create the success? Well, when you have a little bit of success, buying the right dog bone for your dog that he likes, I mean, whatever it is, as silly as it may sound, knowing, okay, that was a success. Now, I'm going to take that and I'm going to ride the energy of that success and I'm going to figure out how I created that and I'm going to also keep the resonance of that I think that's really important too Rebel Mm -hmm. not letting yourself get sucked into okay well that was you know that was a fluke that was a um, something that just happened once now I'm going to go back to my okay it could happen with little things but it can't happen with big things ride the energy of it take the energy from that and say okay if I can create that I mean I really do believe it's just as easy to create a dollar a million dollars as it is a dollar Mm mm-hmm it's it your is. belief. It's what you believe. I mean, yeah. it's just money. It's just paper. It's a resource. Right. It's it's an energy chit, basically. Yeah. And yeah. it's the thing to understand. I had something going on. Oh, there's a, there's a thing called upper limits. Now, Elaine has a certain way of talking about that, and I can't mm-hmm. remember what it was. It's like your comfort zone, your panic zone, mm-hmm. and then what was the next Learning one? zone. Learning zone. Yeah. And see, then she goes back to comfort zone. I take it the next step. Mm-hmm. You have expanded your comfort zone. You don't go back to the original comfort zone. 
-hmm. from your learning zone you go to your next comfort zone you build up you keep building and building and building and what happens with people is they'll hit what I call an upper limit mm -hmm. and when they what that means is everything is going so good it's just mm -hmm. great it's just wonderful and they can't stand it so oh, what they, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So what they do is they panic or they get yeah. anxious, and yeah. a lot of times they don't even know that's what they're doing, and they will self-sabotage. Yeah. They will create an auto accident. They will create yeah. some kind of thing mm -hmm. where they're uncomfortable with what's going on, with their successes. Mm -hmm. So they have to do, they have to go drop back down to where they were and go back to that comfort zone. What I'm suggesting is keep the successes coming, as Alyssa was saying. Find out how you made it. Keep it going. Keep the successes coming. Go beyond your comfort zone, way, way beyond. So when you come back, your upper limit has risen. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I want to talk about the success cue, um, which when we come back, maybe we can talk about that because it's the same thing you're talking about. Excellent. And we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. Hello, this is Alyssa with Alyssa from AlyssaCohen.com, and I have some really exciting stuff going on right now I want to tell you guys about, and you revel. We have some great products, new products on the site. Obviously, we're still selling my book, Living on Live Food, and the Living on Live Food DVD, which is chock full of information, but we have some really great food products. Um, we have, we've included cherries, and um, we have all kinds of cacao powder, and cacao butter, and coconut oils and coconut butters and berries and all kinds of, of cool stuff. Um, we have these amazing truffles. They're the, the most incredible food, um, incredible chocolate desserts. We, they, I'm also coming out with my uh, organic clothing line, which should be out in a few weeks, and we are coming out with my dehydrator and all kinds of cool programs. We're doing another five-day training in May, and then we have two of the 30-day living raw programs where people come for 30 days and live in my bed and breakfast and uh, that's an amazing program so if you want more information on that give us a call there's only a few spaces left on that and all kinds of other cool stuff I'm writing a uh, book with Elaine that should be out um, in the near future another recipe book we're also creating a raw food talk recipe book which is going to be so much fun there's for years, I've seen so many incredible recipes on the Raw Food Talk board, and we're finally compiling all of those. So if you guys have any recipes that you think are going to be really, that you think are really good and you want them to be in the book, send them along to Alyssa at AlyssaCohen.com. It's A-L-I-S-S-A-C-O-H-E-N. So that's Alyssa at AlyssaCohen.com, and you can go on the Raw Food Talk board. It'll give you all the directions on how to submit a recipe. 
So for those of you who have been lurking, if you're not registered on the board, I know some of you have been reading the board for years and you're not registered, it literally takes a minute and you can go in and submit your recipe. So that's going to be a really fun project. And all kinds of other stuff going on. We've got some TV stuff in the works, but I really can't talk about it yet. But um, <laughs> Which has already been started on the board. But <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, um, cool stuff coming up. So, And we're also I am working with the um, producer. I think we're going to create our own reality show. Um, he's ready to come up and do that. We're going to do a whole separate 30-day thing where we have people living here and they're going through the process. So I'm going to make some announcements on that soon and just all kinds of cool stuff. So Sounds exciting. Yeah. Are yeah. your cherries and berries, are those dried? Yeah. the We just got these dried Bing and Rainier cherries in. They're organic, really high quality. They're incredible. I've been using them in smoothies. Oh, my God, they're so good. Okay, no sulfites or anything like that? No, nope, no sulfites. Excellent. All raw, um, low-temperature dried. Yeah, really good. Cool. Yeah, really good. A lot of new products. So check out AlyssaCohen.com. Yes, do that. I'm going to do it when I get off the air here. <laughs> um, we were talking about um, creating income and ways to do that. And oh, yeah, you were talking about the success, uh, the um, the limit, right? Yeah, the upper limit, about? yeah. Did you yep. want to say something about that? Yeah, I do. There's. Um, I agree with what you're saying. I think of it as everyone has a success cube. And I work a lot with the success cube in meditation, and what what I do is you can, you can stretch your success cube. And if you go into meditation, it's a very simple technique. You go into meditation, you actually go to your safe place, whether it's on the beach or in a forest, and you find your success cube. And it can be very shocking to a lot of people because some people's success cubes are very, very small. Some are medium size, Some are very narrow but very wide. And the depth and the width and the height all pertain to something. They, um, it's your beliefs and, you know, what you can create and, um, what you're creating now in your life. And I, I work with people, um, who have a very small success cube and they can't seem to stretch it. And if you don't, if you're not able to stretch your success cube, what happens is like you were saying, your limit, you hit the ceiling. Mm -hmm. So you'll allow yourself, like some people will allow themselves to make, you know, $30,000 a year or $60,000 a year or $200,000 a year. But whatever it is, once you hit that, then, like you said, you'll create all kinds of stuff. You'll see, I, I know a lot of you can relate to this, you'll think your life will be going great, and then all of a sudden your car will break down, and you'll get something in the mail that you owe money, and some something else happens, and you have to go get it fixed, and you start bouncing checks. I mean, right. all of a sudden, you can't seem to get past that limit when you make a certain amount. And that's because you expect this to happen as well. Yeah, it's your belief system. You have to go and stretch your success cube, or yeah. like you call it, your the limit. Yeah. Now, these, this is the kind of thing I work with, actually. Um, so this is the kind of coaching I do mm. one-on-one uh, in teleclasses. A lot of people have been in my teleclasses who are on Raw Food Talk and various other boards. Mm-hmm. And so you can find the... Uh, information on my teleclasses on my website actually revelations.com Alyssa says she works with these people but she doesn't do it privately I don't anymore no and Revel you know Revel would be a great person to work with on this because it's so much easier when you have a coach when you have somebody walking you through it and giving you the tools and techniques so it's great that you're doing this with people yeah thank you it's 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 it's, it's turned into my love i stopped doing the food thing this is your thing now yeah yeah and so i do i do the mental health mental emotional mm. health thing Alyssa does the food thing and elaine also does a lot of the mental health stuff and yep. and if you go to Alyssa's class you'll find out she's she's 
amazingly good. Mm. Amazingly good. She's right yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, Elaine, I mean. <laughs> yeah. not, not Alyssa. Alyssa just sits there like the little Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I just eat all day. <laughs> so let, let's talk a little bit. We've, we've only got a few minutes here. We had talked okay. about abundance. There are other ways to make money. See, the issue I have... And this is my own thing. Mm. And I really don't have a big issue around it, except when I see people say, well, I'm on a limited budget. And my feeling <laughs> is, and this is something a very wealthy man told me, I think I brought this up uh, last week maybe, mm. was if you don't have enough money, make more. Yeah. And there are so many ways to make money now. It's not like it used to be in the old days where you couldn't do it. Let me tell you what I did to make mm. money in order to get through my training, which was... Mm. Um, God, this was a while back, but I was paying my own rent, my own food and everything else. And I was, I was way above what I had thought I could make. Mm. And I was also going to a therapist, teacher, mentor, whatever you want to call him. And that was costing me more. That was costing me about 10, about $1,200 a month over and above my other expenses. Mm. <clears throat> so what did I do to do that? First of all, I said, I am going to do this. I'm going to, to, to continue going. I was getting one private session a week. I was going to his monthly sessions, uh, which was a weekend. It would be like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I was also taking Monday night movement class with him. So this was costing me a lot of money, plus the books and everything else that we were required to read or suggested to read. And so, like I said, it was costing me a thousand to twelve hundred a month. This is more mm. than than um, some doctors were paying at the time for mm. all their training. What I did was what was necessary. I had a day job. Mm-hmm. I also had an evening job. I was driving for a uh, pizza company, and I know this goes against a lot of people's stuff, but for me, I was making more than I was making at my day job with driving, with tips, and everything else. Uh, I was doing that, plus I would get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and deliver newspapers. Okay, can I interrupt you for a second? No. Because I think what you're saying... <laughs> Yes, I know anyway. Because I think what you're saying is so important, Revel, and I'm so glad you're talking about this because, you know, I, I work a lot with people with around energy and, and living in the in the energy of abundance. Mm-hmm. But you can't just put out there, I believe, you can't just put out there, okay, I'm going to be abundant and then sit and watch TV and yeah. do nothing. And you do the work. And like you're saying, you did the work. You said, okay, I'm going to create this. And you did the work and you believed it. I took the action. Then you took the action, and it, it was it was quite a while. I was doing the I was doing the pizza thing for, who I think it was eight years, and I did wow. the newspaper thing for four. And I, just as I was thinking about leaving the newspaper thing, they sold to another company, and it was a six day six morning a week job. Mm-hmm. And then they sold out, and it became, they sold out to the L.A. Times, and it became seven days a week, and they invited me to come and work there. And I said, no, six was enough, and I was just thinking about leaving, so it was perfect timing. And then after, I think it was eight years, almost twice that long. But, you know, the time just went by, and I had the money for everything I wanted. As soon as I, I got to a point where I could leave the pizza thing because I started building my practice and everything else, I didn't need to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I didn't need to work for anybody else anymore. Another thing, uh, some people can do if they want to do something part time, uh, and I'm just going to throw out a few businesses that you can do part time. Mm-hmm. If you're in an area that has a closet company, mm-hmm. 
Now, contact me about certain ones because there's certain ones I would tell you not to do. But uh, if you can find a closet company, what you get to do is go into people's homes. You measure the closets. You design the closet, and they teach you all how to do this for free. And then you build the closet, you sell it. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not going to say it's easy, and especially at first when you have to do the things, you're going to, it's going to take two or three months to learn how to do this unless you're really, really, really good at that kind of thing, which I wasn't. Mm -hmm. But I did that for years. I went through, I think, three different closet companies. Mm. And it's part-time, so you got a lot of time to do other things. Take care of your family. A lot of times you can work the hours you want around the kids and everything else. So that's something you can do to create income. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother went after my father died. My mother went and worked in the school system, so she would be home when we got home. Mm-hmm. So, and real, don't you think it's important to, for me? I think it's so important to do to find your passion. Definitely, because if you're working, doing. I mean, for me, I remember. I remember many many years ago. I was um, I was working. I think I was working in a health food store, and I had opened my own health food store. Then I didn't know what I wanted to do after, and I decided. I remember saying to my two best friends, "I'm not working anymore." There you and, go. Oh, I started working in a pottery place, and I didn't love it. And I thought, "I'm selling my soul." Yeah. And they they were scared because they said to me, "Well, you have rent to pay, and how are you going to eat?" And I said. I don't know. I don't care if I live in a tent because right. I need to be happy. I cannot do this anymore. And it really was when I made that decision. I sat down and I made a flyer. And, I mean, I had a lot of skills. I had gone to school. I had done, I mean, I was a polarity therapist. I was, you know, I, I had done a million things, personal fitness trainer. I made food for people. I just wrote down about ten different things. I hung up the flyer and the next day I had ten phone calls. Wow. And I was in shock. Wow. But it was, I was living my, I was being true to myself. Right, but sometimes you just got to do something else until you can find that passion. Yeah, you got to move the energy. And we got to go. <laughs> we do have to go. <laughs> and this is Revel saying, remember to revel in life and always play with your food. And this is Alyssa. And remember, you don't have to change your life to eat raw food, but raw food will change your life. Bye for now.